uh, when you start talking, I start talking about proposal, I get anxious, and then I'm, I know I'm gonna get phone calls later because like, well, what are you gonna do? Did you, is it close? But I need to, I, I need to ask a legitimate question, fellas and ladies, actually. AJ McCall for the Goals Gym debate date on VFX. Just AJ this morning. So Ashley and I this summer have been dating for five years, and of course we've been asked the question. When are you going to propose? When are you going to get married? Are you going to have kids? Da, 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 da. All of that. I get that. Five years, almost five years is a long time. Here's the part where the anxiety really sets in for me because all that I expect and I brush it off and I get annoyed by it and all that, and I understand it. So we have, of course, talked about it, right? We went engagement ring shopping. It was a whole thing last year and all that. Fellas, did you feel like there was more pressure the longer you waited to deliver the perfect proposal. Because I don't, what I mean by that is I haven't delayed because I'm not ready or I haven't delayed because I don't want to do it. There were, you know, I had to get the ring. So we did all that. And then I have a general idea of what I want to do. And so the, the perfect scenario for what I think would be great exists in my mind. But the thing that, that I all of a sudden set in is, Okay, how am I going to set this up? Because I've been dead set on this scenario. There was maybe maybe an opportunity once, once pulled off. I'm going to leave it at that. And it just it didn't come about the way I wanted it to. And so now I start to worry, right? The longer you are, you, you talk about your future. You want to be together. Does the pressure build? And on the other side, ladies, is, is that the case? Because it's not, it's, it's not nerve-wracking just for the fellas because I know Ashley and I talk about it. Wants it to happen. Ask questions. Knows I'm not going to tell it, but still, you know, wants me to confirm. Yes, I, I, I intend to do. I'm going to propose. We're going to get married. Live happily ever after. So you want the, the affirmation, and I'm, I'm with that. But now I'm starting to feel like not that she's giving me pressure, but like we're both stuck in this situation now, where, the anticipation kind of ratchets up the expectations, and it's driving me a little neurotic. I got to be honest, and I'm curious. Is it just a temporary thing and then you catch your breath and then you remember, right, this is the person I love and we're, we're going to be great? Or do you, does it, the nagging feeling kind of just stay with you the whole time? Because I'm just, I, now I'm like, oh man, I got to, I, I feel like I have to make it perfect because the longer we're together and the longer I don't do it, even though I say do, of course, you know, okay, what, why is he not doing it? Is he ever going to do it? And then we like to travel. So is it going to be on this? And then it's just the thing that's always nagging at you. And you now you almost want to get it done, not to blow it off, like like respectfully, but to like to just be done with it, right? To just have the and have that come off your shoulders, and just be like, okay, you don't have to worry about it. Got the ring on my finger. Make plans when we want to make plans to get married. This is the first big step. Got to tie the knot, but we'll get to that because that's expensive. It almost feels like you kind of just want to get it done to get it done. But then, of course, you don't want to do that because you want to try and make it special. So it's just a circle of just anxiety and stress. And you're like, oh, just get it done. No, it's got to be beautiful. But what if it's not perfect? Shut up, you idiot. She'll love it. Just over and over and over again. Am I the only one? 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. And again. I'm going to get a bunch of phone calls about it, but I'm legitimately curious. Did, did you feel any of that guy or girl either way? Because it's just set in recently and it is just hard to catch my breath. I know when it does happen, when I finally do propose, well, honestly, the first thing will probably be finally for my family, but there will be a couple of close calls on the heart attacks. And there's one thing I know about my siblings. 
We all did that. Then everybody at least wants to give their parent a heart attack. I am astonished that I believe my goddaughter made it through the baby phase, the toddler phase, without not not worrying my best friends, but without giving them the, the parent heart attack. AJ McCall for the Gold's Gym debate at 8, just AJ this morning. Because my understanding is every kid, most kids, I'm going to say every, there's no rule that's universal, most kids do. For instance, uh, my brother, when he was born, had the umbilical cord wrapped around his neck. And that was terrifying. And he's fine. But my mom always said that all of us kids gave her a scare. There's one time she came home when I was nine, I think, and I had just wandered out in the neighborhood and left the door wide open. Like it looked like somebody had just kicked the thing in. And she was, of course, terrified and ready to call the police. And I was just out with the neighborhood kids running around. My littlest sister, my mom came home and they were at this time living in a a two-story place. And the dog was down on the the ground level she was her bedroom was above up above that little patio area basically and she was standing in the window looking down at the dog my mom of course came home grabbed her terrified that she was just gonna go try and talk to the dog like we all had one and so I was curious were we just the crazy kids or or does most people like I think have uh some kind of nightmare story of their own when they had kids or were kids. Jill's on the phone. Jill, what's your story? My son and I were shopping and I couldn't find him anywhere. And I started looking inside of all the circular racks because that's where I always hid when I was a kid. But, of course. Uh, he wasn't there. The little jerk was like two inches behind me the entire time trying not to giggle. He knew exactly how to stay out of my eye line and didn't come forward until I was like about to cry. <laughs> Okay, well, that's just evolution, right? Yeah, who who didn't try to hide in those circular things as a kid? They were like the perfect hiding spot, and you just thought, oh, I could just disappear. But that that's 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 a little extreme. I, I I'm gonna take solace a little bit in the fact that for me and my siblings, they were all incidental. Like nobody was like, it's gonna be hilarious. Uh, also on the phone, we got Nick. Nick, what's your story? My daughter is in a is in like a pranking phase, and usually her gags are terrible and obvious but uh okay. she has really bad allergies uh, so one day I, I come i came home uh and you know she's saying she accidentally eaten something with peanut butter in it and she was having trouble oh. breathing uh, so i went to grab the EpiPen, she started giggling uncontrollably uh, i mean i had half a mind to stab her with the EpiPen anyway <laughs> Okay, so those are those are kind of cruel. I gotta be honest. Like those are heart attack moments, like that warranted a little bit heart attack moments. I should clarify for the story for Jill's story. I did once upon a time get lost in a Walmart when I was with my mom, and the the punchline to the story is that of course she had to go and they had to do this loudspeaker thing, and they asked, "What does the kid look like?" So people keep a lookout. <laughs> my mom said, "He's dressed as Batman." Because I, I have Batman shoes, shorts, T-shirt. I wore the cape and the cowl everywhere. <laughs> the, the, the end of the day, the story is really good. But that's now that's that one. I think a little bit more on purpose. So I, I'll take back my criticism of Jill's kid. But that fake allergy one, that one, whew, heart would definitely stop for a second there. Again, I hope parents, new parents, soon to be parents, eventual parents, you never get that heart attack moment. But my most most parents are going to have the heart skips a beat and like, oh, oh my gosh, this is this might be something big moment. And then, fingers crossed, it never is the case. 